Warner Brothers podcast. Kyle, joined by my brother Keenan. Uh, we got video now. Look at this. Look hey, at this. Let's go. Turn this? up. Turn up. Keenan, how you doing? It, I'm good. It took a minute to get to this point, and even tonight it took to a minute. But it's it's nice to be here. It's nice to finally be recording on a video. It's nice. It's it's been, it's nice. been a mountain to climb. It really has. It's an adjustment too. It's an adjustment. I don't know whether like I keep wanting to look at this light right here, but I gotta look right at the camera. But yeah, no, this is cool. Yes. This is cool. It is cool. Um All Star Weekend is a part of today went well to you? Well for you, I should say. I have not worked all week. I've actually had car trouble. I don't you haven't heard about this yet. We haven't talked about it, but I have not. My, <laughs> I'm having engine problems, which is the worst thing you could possibly have. But everything looks like it's on the up and up. Everything looks like it's gonna be okay, thankfully. But it's been it's been a busy week That's here, good. for sure. Okay, I'll say for me, uh, works actually went pretty well. Today was solid. I went in at seven, so it was a pretty simple day. Um, sounds so like, sounds I like have a, fun, a question like a for you. Yeah, it was a, it was a truck. I was went in at seven. It was a truck day. We got some new shipments in. Nothing crazy shoe wise, uh, but otherwise it was a pretty just generic. Are you guys getting the playoff? Are you get, at Dick's Sporting? You guys get every Jordan drop or just some? Because I know Dick's gets shipments, but I'm not sure like how much they get for shipments. Like Champ Sports gets some. I don't think some. so. To be completely honest. With you. Yeah, you would know I if don't you got the playoff so, 13s. Huh? Um, oh, yeah, no. Um, um, I don't think so. If we do, then they would be going only to Tampa because mm-hmm. our store is a tier below them. So Tampa tends to Second get more tier. of those like higher-end ones. So like, Tampa would get those. We wouldn't. Interesting. Interesting. All right, what's this yeah, random topic? So, very random. So uh, one thing right now mm-hmm. I wanted to quickly mention. So today, Austin, friend of the show, um, obviously friends with Timmy and Camden in the fantasy league that Kyle hopefully is going to join. I am in. I better fucking was talking and uh, he's an Aaron Rodgers guy. He's a Packers fan. So he was like, I don't agree at all with Timmy's in Camden's take that Mahomes is better than Rodgers. Fine. I agree with it too. I think Rodgers is definitely better than Mahomes, and Mahomes has stuff to grow. I mean, he can get there, but he needs to grow more, play in the league for more than five years maybe. I don't know. And something was interesting that he said today. Do you feel that as a, when you're rating quarterbacks that MVPs matter more than Super Bowls? <laughs> it's two different seasons, you know. Um, regular season MVP, yeah. Super Bowl. I would say Super Bowl MVP matters to some degree, um, you know, depending on how you okay. played. But yeah, they're two different seasons. I mean, you play <laughs> you play to win the game, right? Like the most important. Like we can talk about whatever, but the reason why we champion yeah. Tom Brady, everybody take a shot now. The reason why we champion Tom Brady is because he won it seven times, right? It's not. You can compare yeah. him in the regular season. He's very comparable. He's probably the most consistent. Um, but even like, so when he was early on in his career, it was, the stats were good enough, you know, pretty good pro bowl level, but he was beating Manning more, right? You can say that was more about the team than Brady, but Mm -hmm. Brady would always, you know, secure the winning drive, winning score, whether it was a touchdown or a field goal, you know, 
uh, when it got to the mid 2000s, yeah. he was on Peyton's level, right? Uh, and Peyton was right there, and they were kind of mm-hmm. dueling. Peyton was probably getting the MVPs a little more still. Then Peyton gets his injury. You know, yeah. Brady doesn't get any Super Bowls throughout that time, but he gets 16 and 0, blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, we move to the second half of Brady's career where Manning's still there and Rodgers this time. And Brady came out on top more than either one of them combined. Uh, with all the teams being pretty yes. equal, I would say. I don't think I'm incorrect in saying that. Where Brady has the edge there is obviously Belichick. Uh, he got three in each each of his, you know, pushes, title pushes, his two primes, if you want to call it that. He got rings out of both of them with Rodgers right there. And yeah. Rodgers was probably putting up slightly more explosive stats than Brady at that time, whereas Brady was putting up more consistent stats. Depends on the season. But, you know... It'd be the same thing here. You know, if Justin Herbert comes out of this, even though Mahomes, you know, I'm just using Herbert as an example, but Mahomes has got two right now, right? And he's of course. undoubtedly yeah. got the best start to his career, right? Where Brady had the rings, Manning had the production, Mahomes has got both, right? Uh, matter of fact, that's mm-hmm. what kind of got this whole Rodgers thing started was he got a Super Bowl in probably, what, his third year as a starter? Something like that. Then he took off and he's never been back. So let's say Herbert over the next 10 years, gets three. And Mahomes never gets another one. And the stats are pretty close. Who are you going to give the edge to? Your gut's probably going to tell you Mahomes after how he started. But, you, I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm just of making course. up a hypothetical here. But at the end of the day, you're going to take the guy. Unless it's extremely close. If it is three to two and Mahomes is, like, killing him in every category, okay. But if it's, if it's five to two, if Herbert or whoever comes out with five, I mean that's why you have each season's a new chapter, right? I mean you got so that's yeah that's I mean, and if you're talking Jordan Lebron, that that conversation's a whole lot more nuanced than that clearly, and now mm-hmm. Lebron's got the scoring title. Um, if anybody wants to call Lebron the goat, like go ahead, I get it. You know he's the scoring champion. He's had the most longevity. Uh, you know he's gonna have all kinds of different accolades by the time he's done he still looks like he's got three or four more quality years in him so you know it's going to be a different argument yeah i was gonna say yeah but peak for peak you know that's an argument for jordan for sure you know what i mean dominance jordan's got it over just about everybody but russell but look at that you got me going yeah. on tangents t- just to begin this podcast and i look like a fucking crackhead like i look like a ghost my complexion looks like a ghost right now so you got me looking crazy but <laughs> but <laughs> That's, I'm wearing uh, a bad. I'm wearing a bad to the bone. I'm wearing a bad to the bone, uh, softball shirt that's that right, I, I got for, when I, I played up in Canaan. I forgot you're in a softball league now. How's that going? Um, so the softball league actually ended. Um, I'm filling like in tomorrow for one, but we came in second. Yeah, it was the so the softball league was like maybe ten weeks, but since it's softball down here, it's like it's ten weeks and have two weeks off, and it's like ten weeks again, then two weeks off. So like it, they constantly have it all year. So I'm the that league ended, but then there's another one coming up in a couple weeks. I don't know if I'm playing in that or not. Yeah, I'm. I'll probably never participate in softball ever again. But <laughs> that's fair. I'm here to complain about um, All-Star Weekend. Do you have any other topic? Oh, sorry, my fault. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go um, I was gonna say, I'm down to talk about all... more, but I'm ready to complain. Like, I am I did this last All-Star Weekend. Um, yeah. 
Do you want to just start with general complaints first? I have a, I have somewhere I want to go with this, because uh, we could do some hypotheticals. But let me, you know what? Let's not, let's not say complaints, okay? Because that's negative. Let's give me your overall view and feeling for this NBA season so far as we hit this. It's, I would say halfway point, but we're really like. You know, almost three quarters in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, my so if we my thoughts on the NBA season so far is it's been a very long roller coaster ride, and I say that because you've had a lot of stars injured. Like the Warriors have had Steph injured twice. You've got KD's missed time. You've got uh, Embiid's missed some time. Harden's missed some time. Luca's missed some time. LeBron, Anthony Davis. Just about um, everybody. I think Jokic has missed like a... Uh, just about everyone. Jokic has missed like games here and there, which is typical in today's NBA. But it's been a roller coaster because week to week, you don't know who is going to be suiting up. And you don't really have a definitive like, this team is above and beyond better than anybody. So even in like the East, you would have the big three would be no order, Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, with then the Cavs now being that fourth team that could maybe play spoiler to one of them, but I don't see them going to the final. Who's your fifth team? Then in the West, you have on, who's your fifth the team? New Look Suns. In the East. Did I say fifth? No, no, no. Who, I'm asking oh, no, I said you. four, sorry. No, no, no. If I, I'm asking you, who's your fifth team? Oh, okay. I mean, probably Miami, just because of the continuity that they have in the organization that they are. Because, like, Atlanta's, they're just in a weird spot. You've got Brooklyn, they have kind of fallen back now. Obviously, they've got some pieces, but they're not going to compete. Let me ask, see. There might be a I team dis- I'm, I disagree. There might be a team I'm forgetting about. What do you mean by they will not compete? Like, in general, they won't compete? Or with the contenders? No, sure. I mean, no, I'm. they're going to. With the contenders, that's what I mean. Because right, like, I think if you want to put Brooklyn in that like four to six range, because they do have Mikel Bridges, they do have put up whatever's left of Ben Simmons. Nick Claxton's, yeah, I was gonna say Nick Claxton's been playing superb this season. You've got Seth Curry still. You've got Spencer Dinwiddie. You've got so they have like they remind me of the Nets team prior to them getting like Kyrie and, Kyrie. and KD. Like that year when when they made the playoffs at the seventh seed that where they were interesting, they remind me of that team. Grittier team though. They're already pretty Yeah, I was gonna say different makeup, but it reminds me of that like kind of They already situation. seem to have continuity defensively, which is scary. Cause if you can get anything out of Simmons, which is tough because he's he's really playing like <laughs> a tenth man. Simmons, yeah. He's playing like a tenth man. Yeah. But I mean, they really He's do. He's third string center. Yeah, honestly, they really do look okay defensively already. Uh, the reason, so yeah. we mentioned Miami. If it's Miami and the Cavs in a seven game mm-hmm. series, what what would you you leaning with the Heat and what they have over experience, or sorry, their experience over the Cavs inexperience? Or are you taking the Cavs talent over mm-hmm. the Heat's experience and all that continuity, as you said? Yeah, I just. Yeah, I just think um, I'm taking probably the Cavs over them just because they, the thing with a lot of the East teams, I mean, the West has it too, but not as much as the East when it goes top to bottom. It's all of them play like tenacious defense. And so as the Heat would play tenacious defense, they might not give you as much offensively. The Cavs can match them defensively. I think they've been 
a top three defensive team. They might be number one in points right now. As they can match you defensively, offensively, they can give you more because you have Donovan Mitchell, who can kind of, you would probably cancel him out with Jimmy Butler, playoff Butler's another thing. Just about to say that. And then Darius Garland's, yeah, I was going to say playoff Jimmy. And then Darius Garland is just better than Tyler Hero in all aspects. I mean, Tyler Hero can feel it up, but Darius Garland is just better. What if, then you've got a better, I mean, what if Miami? What if Miami gets now the rumor? I don't know if you heard this. Kevin Love got bought out today. They're rumored to be the front runner for Kevin Love. What if they get Kevin Love and then maybe a Russell Westbrook? What say you when I give then you? Then that could change things. What do you? How do you feel about that? Could change things. How do you feel about because Kyle Lowry can barely move. I mean, he can, but he's 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 not what he was at least even three years ago. How would you feel about a crunch time lineup that involves Russ and Jimmy? Because now we've seen it. We've seen Russ with. Harden. We've seen Russ with Durant, obviously. Mm-hmm. We've seen Russ with now LeBron. And it's still he still acts like, okay, guys, it's my time. How do you feel about that in the fourth quarter when you got Jimmy Butler, who's proven to be like by the way, I got a comparison for Jimmy Butler that I was thinking about for this era. But yeah. Jimmy Butler's as good as you can get as a one on one scorer in the playoffs in crunch time. You know, mm-hmm. obviously he's not Durant, but I mean he can give whoever buckets. He's gonna get his shot off. He's gonna Yeah. He's going to dictate the offense as well as any of these guys. It's in, it's in the Heat's own kind of way, similar to maybe LeBron mm-hmm. in the uh, 2015 finals. Maybe not that heavy, but you get what I mean. He's choosing the right moment yeah. to pass. He's, you know, the assist might not show up, but he's dictating that offense in a way other superstars aren't asked to. Wait, sorry, say that last part again. I just said he's asked to dictate the offense in a way other stars aren't asked to. Yes. Yes, yes. I guess say he's in that kind of that LeBron, that Luka-ish, that Jokic-ish kind of where he is the complete catalyst of the offense and the offense goes as he goes. Like where someone or say even Lillard's kind of in that same category, but like Jason Tatum per se. Like Jason Tatum obviously is the best player on that roster, but Jalen Brown could have a night. Marcus Smart could do something. Malcolm Brogdon off the bench could do something. And, and the, the way their offense works. The ball's moving more. I'm talking moving. more for, fourth quarter. Yeah, the ball's moving. Fourth quarter, it's going through Jimmy, like all the playmaking ability. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how the three Every first three one. quarters went, that fourth quarter, it's going. everything's going through Jimmy. Uh, so how do you feel about that? Yeah. Jimmy, that Jimmy, and then this version of Westbrook that we've seen, who has not deferred to any one of those guys. Actually, I'd give him a little pass with Durant. I feel like he deferred to Durant more than he got credit for. But LeBron, we saw how that went. And, uh, you know, Harden, it's tough to say because I was very short. But he does not have the best rep for deferring to the top star. So how do you feel about that? Are you willing to risk that for some effort and athleticism? If I'm going to be honest with you, I would really want Kevin Love. I think that would be perfect. That's a nice pick-and-pop guy, good rebounder. Obviously, defensively, he's not great, but at the same time, he's still a body that you'd be able to put on the floor depending on who you see. And Westbrook, on the other hand, I'm good on him. I don't really need Westbrook. I don't think that he would gel well. See, I, as you were as you were saying, like he didn't defer to Durant. I think him and that was the issue there. Well, him and Durant worked well, like, better than any other tandem. Like him and Durant, kind of they picked their spots, 
it felt like him and Durant kind of felt like what the first year of Wade and LeBron was, which was like, LeBron, you do it here, and then Wade would be like, okay, I'll do it here, and then LeBron would be like, okay, I'll do it here, and not like one person taking the lead, the other one following. It was kind of just like they didn't know who to go to, number one. So I kind of saw what that felt like to me during that, but no, I, I'm i honestly okay on Westbrook. We've got enough guard play. <laughs> okay, inter- you have enough guard <laughs> play. That's interesting. Um, I, I'm, that I'm fine with. I mean, I Kyle Lowry's been a shell of himself this year. Tyler Hero's been actually very good. Obviously, Jimmy Butler's a forward, but can also play guard, as you, we talked about. He's been initiating the offense, especially in the fourth quarter. You've got Max Struess, who plays forward, but also kind of plays guard for them as well. And let me throw. I just think that. Let me throw something at you, though. I don't need Westbrook. Spolstro. Okay. Spolstro. Of course. One of the best coaches in the NBA. Uh, Jimmy Butler. I feel like Jimmy Butler and Westbrook would be like soul sisters. I was going to say soul brothers, but you know, you you know what I mean, though? Like. Soul teammates because be like, they're just hey, soul sister. They're both you love singing random ass top 40 songs. I swear, I swear, I it's like a random like hobby just... passion of yours. But for real, I feel like Jimmy Butler and Westbrook are like they're both alphas, they're both like it's like fighting fire with fire. I feel like that'd be a match there almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like Jimmy could I don't want to say rain Russell in, but I feel like he could talk Russ's language. I could see that fitting, and I I would at least yeah, want that. Him. Yeah, I would at least want that for like backcourt depth because Kyle Lowry ain't guarding Garland or Donovan Mitchell or not saying Westbrook is either. Westbrook, especially off the ball, isn't isn't great, but I feel like he does give you at least a little more on ball defense. And I don't know, I'd be interested more to athletic. see. It. I mean, there's a chance he stays with the Jazz too. Who knows? But I know the Clippers also have talks. Like, there's some talks that he's interested in the Clippers or they're starting to seriously pursue him in the buyout market too. So that would be another one that'd be interesting. Supposedly he's going to take this all-star break to, uh, to make his decision, almost like a free agent decision, whether he's going to stay with the jazz or move on. And yeah, I would expect the two front Mm -hmm. runners to be the Clippers in the heat, but we shall see all-star weekend though. Keenan, let me, how do you feel? Actually real quick, Jimmy Butler of this generation he reminds me, not his game, but just, like, who he is as far as, like, where he's lined up with the other stars. I feel like he's the Paul Pierce of this generation. Like, he's not respected necessarily in the media as much, but players, postseason, he's a dog. He can go get it. All you got to give him is teammates. Not necessarily a ceiling raiser but definitely a floor raiser which i don't think pierce was but both two-way guys pierce was depending on the team jimmy butler is so much of a dog he can pull out a little more so maybe he is a ceiling raiser but or sorry floor raiser um but yeah jimmy i don't know i feel like in the regular season no he's not up there with those guys in the top 20 top 15 right now but playoffs i feel Mm -hmm. like he's as good as anybody Maybe not anybody, but you get yeah, what I mean. I, like the other 95%, you could put mm-hmm. them up against whoever. Um, I actually don't hate that. I had never thought about that in my entire life because Paul Pierce and Jimmy Butler aren't the same players, so I don't mentally think to compare them. But when you break it down like that, it makes sense. 
They are guys who, regular season-wise, they're not going to go win an MVP. They're not going to go win. They're going to help your team win games for sure. But all they're NBA not going to be in this. I mean, Paul Pierce, they're all NBA guys, but they're not going to be your top five guys. But in the playoffs, you could mistake them for top five guys because that's how they play. Like, mm. obviously, like a vivid, there's a game in my head that I'm going right now. I think it was game five of 2010, the the game before LeBron. Like in, oh, no, no, actually, wasn't, my bad. It was Whoa. game seven of 2009, I think, when Paul Pierce beat LeBron. He had, like, 47, LeBron had, like, 42, that was a weight something like that. Here. Oh wait, I can't exactly. Oh wait, semifinals. No, oh wait, yep. Oh wait, because oh nine they lost. Oh eight semifinals because oh nine they lost. Uh, LeBron lost to the Magic in six. I'll, right. I'll say I'll say this. I'll say this. You mentioned yes. top. You mentioned top five. I think there are players who could creep into that top eight, top five on a given season, and especially in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't count on them to be top yes. five for five or six straight years, maybe. But they're gonna go anywhere from like yes. that six to. 20 range you know depending on their teammates depending on mm-hmm. their level of care like jimmy butler's been kind of jogging through this regular season but now i feel like he's starting to ramp it up and i feel like towards the end of the year we're going to be like shit why'd we count him out which was me all last year with the playoffs especially where i'm like no the fucking yeah. heat are gonna lose and then you know jimmy butler's pulling up they, for a three just... when they were down 10 three minutes before that you know so i feel like they're gonna have a similar especially if they get russ and kevin love like, I wouldn't be mad at y'all. If I was a Heat fan, I wouldn't be mad at y'all adding Russ. You know what I mean? Like, I'd want that. I wouldn't be. I'm not mad. I'm not in love with it, but I'm not mad at it because they definitely need some sort of spark. And what Russ is is a spark. Will it light on fire or will it be what you need? Like, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's kind of what it is. But at the same time, he's a spark. So I, yep. I wouldn't be mad at it. Well, All Star uh, Weekend. All Star Weekend. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Your initial gut reaction to. So I, I think. My initial gut reaction, All Star Weekend. Because I'll let I you think talk. The All Star Draft is. No, go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. I keep talking. <laughs> I keep talking. No, you're good. I think the All Star Draft is good. Uh huh. I do like. I kind of like the All Star Draft on Sunday night where you're picking the players going in. I was always I was interested to think like what are they just each gonna have two jerseys and then like they just put on a jersey. Um, I didn't see exactly what they're doing there. Do you know? I'm assuming that's. I mean, yeah, they'll be prepared for both teams. I would assume. Um, I'm interested to see mm. where they're picking. Like, where are they? Is it on the locker room? Is it on the court? I'd rather be on the court if we're really gonna if they want to hype it up like it's playground style. Make them go at center court in front of however many thousand fans. And be like, you know, pick Lori last in Utah. That's what I want to see. <laughs> no, on, and then call and him honestly, a bitch ass white like boy to too. too. And then call him a bitch ass white boy. Like, play it up. <laughs> yeah, that, LeBron. That, okay, we'll take the bitch ass white boy. Don't do it to my guy Lori. No, I love Lori. I, that's what don't I want to see. Guy, like, Lori. if they're really gonna play it up like it's on the playground, like, you know, yeah. Well, I guess we'll fucking take Lori last. That kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, or whoever. Yeah, sure. We, whoever Lori the least flashy is here. Whoever the least flashy is, because they they love taking Gobert last, but he's not in the in the pool this year. And there's some replacements. It would def. Um, it would have to be like Sabonis. Yeah, I could would be see the least flashy. 
That's someone LeBron would take, though. Cause... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Sabonis could be last. Or DeRozan. I mean, DeRozan's at this point, he's just like a mid-range guy. I mean, obviously, he's, he's still athletic, but... Or Julius Randle, like, I... all right, Julius, let's go. <laughs> Come on. I would like for them to shoot for three, like shoot threes shoot for, for a first ball. pick. Something. Like shoot or like shoot for ball, like or Paul or, or it, shoot for ball or pick like Braun. Does, like, does it go by most votes, I wonder? Because that would make sense. It probably it probably does, but I would love for if they're gonna make it like a pickup atmosphere, they shoot for they shoot for ball. Like LeBron yeah. if LeBron says like I'm gonna like, if I make it, I get ball first or pick first. If I miss, then you get it gotta be all right i'm just gonna come out and say i i fucking hate all-star weekend like <laughs> i don't like it anymore I've, I've said this before i think it's later in the season so now it doesn't even feel like a true halfway point it's like it's like we get a we get an all-star game then we get a break then we get a sprint to the season which is cool which is great but like what do we got tomorrow mm-hmm. we have a tournament tomorrow well, let's start. Let's actually start with what really kicks it off, which is the celebrity game, where for yeah. some reason they have, and I think this is demeaning, they have WNBA players on the roster. Never understood that. They go in there not giving a fuck because they're like, why the fuck are we playing with these celebrities? And they take like three or four shots, maybe. Yeah, they can cook them. Yeah. Um, they could eat, like, a Candace Parker, like, with Kevin Hart on her, what's she going to do? She could cook him easily. Justin Bieber. Then you got I know Commons cool. He can play some basketball, but go on. Then you got you mentioned Bieber. Like, yeah, they've had Bieber, they've had Quavo. I don't know. They've had big stars, but then they'll fill it with like five mm. other people on each end that the general public probably doesn't know. All right. No. I don't even granted, maybe I don't watch TV and shit like that anymore, but even when I was like at my TV watching peak, there would be at least three or four where I'm like, why? Like, just invite, just invite whatever rapper whatever former football player nfl player like when to showed up at like halftime that one year that was cool like shit like that throw a justin jefferson in there anybody but mm-hmm. instead they'll throw someone in there who can't even fucking like dribble and like what do you got which is okay in some cases but like again why is there WNBA players there or former nba hall of famers they're just gonna walk up and down the court so make the celebrity which, game better like Shaq was there one year and Shaq was Shaq there like was in the three years game? after he retired. It was like Shaq was in the Shaq was game? in the celebrity game like three years after he retired. Yeah, I like, believe it was something ridiculous. Like, well, so who are we gonna have match up with him? Diana Taurasi? Like, I don't, I just don't understand it. Or like you said, Kevin Hart. Cool. Actually, that's kind of funny. But what are you typing over there? You typing a report? Say that again, sir. That last it sounds, part. sounds like you're typing an essay over there. Oh no! Sorry, I was like, <laughs> I was looking up at the celebrity all-star game with Shaq because I could have mentally, I may have mentally blocked it out. I know T Mac did it. I think Paul Pierce did it. Like, there's been people who like legitimately can play that have done the all-star game. It's like, uh, why? I'm pretty sure. The, I'm looking at the roster right now. I'm pretty sure the BET Awards has a celebrity basketball game, and they actually fucking play. Like they play. That's what I want to see from a celebrity game because mm-hmm. you could make that cool instead of making it a PR stop, which, you know, whatever. The game is the game. <clears throat> rookie sophomore challenge which is now what rising stars challenge there's like four teams one of them is a g league team it's a mini tournament i know they did something similar last year i didn't watch it and i didn't feel like i missed anything am i correct or incorrect when i say that did i miss anything last year with this little mini tournament i 
No, I think no, I don't think he missed anything at all. Because I've been seeing clips of like the old ones, like the two thousand ones with Baron Davis. Uh, I saw clips of LeBron, Wade, and Mellows. Just a lot more fun. Just seemed like a better atmosphere. Seems like they were half trying. Like there was some defense. Maybe not in LeBron's, yeah. but a few years before that. And I feel like we say the same thing about the All Star mm-hmm. game. Um, so I don't know if they their little tournament thing actually made it more competitive, but that's been pretty dry over the last three years. Whatever. Didn't watch it last year. But my main gripe is All-Star Saturday night, Keenan. Uh, I've said this again. Who the fuck is a skills competition for? They jog through it. Um, I would much rather see... Like, they had the couples game last year. It was 2 Chains and his wife versus Steph Curry and his wife. Give me that as the first event all yeah. day and tomorrow over the fucking skills challenge. Yeah. Can't stand it. Or big three, as we've always said, but go on. Yeah, or one-on-one. Like, give us a one-on-one tournament. Give us a one-on-one tournament. No one's getting injured. And it doesn't even have to be the NBA. It doesn't even have to be NBA players. Like, honestly, as much as I would love it to be the superstars of the NBA, they probably won't do it. And they they have to, as you're about to get into. You tell. They better do it. I mean, but you you tell Kevin Durant. If you want the superstars, at least get like. I'd watch any any player play one-on-one. I would watch any of them play one-on-one. Listen, you can have even the G League players. Like, if you have Max McClung playing one-on-one with somebody else, like, in like, whatever, it's better than the skills competition that they had. Like, it was cool in the mid-2000s. And it wasn't cool then. It was cool, like, the first two seasons, then they could have done away with it. Yeah, it, it only mattered when people or, actually, like, tried to care. Like, I remember, like, or make Nash it, went through fast, Wade went through. Or make it hella complicated. That's what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean, the skills competition, because you only can miss three pass, like, you can miss three passes. So, essentially, right now, there is, a, there is a world where I could be an NBA player in the skills competition. And that's not even me joking. That is me, like, being serious, because if they miss five threes and I happen to hit a 22-footer, which I can hit, I could beat them, theoretically, in a, three, in a skills challenge, which should never happen. Didn't Kevin Hart beat Draymond Green in a three-point contest that he was supposed to lose? <laughs> that just reminded me of that. Like, it was clearly yes. designed for him to lose, then Draymond actually struggled and either tied him or lost. I can't remember. And I was like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I think he tied and he might have lost. Yeah, they should have. That must suck. They should have docked a few million off his contract just for that. If you can't shoot your way past Kevin Hart from an NBA three-point line at that, I don't know. But... Yeah, no, that's got that's a problem. Long been my gripe, or not long, but mm-hmm. the last few years, but this year especially, when it's mainly a G League roster of guys for the dunk contest, the three-point contest, which has the stardom, that should be the final event. Uh, I actually think this yeah, year's dunk... Yeah, it should have been... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, it should have been for the last, like, half decade. Right, Once yeah, Steph, Steph and Clay started getting into, like, involved in the three-point contest, I'm not just using them because they're the two greatest shooters. It just happened to be at that time, mm-hmm. like, the 2015 when Steph won, 2016, I believe, Clay won when they went back and forth. The It was better. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had a couple good dunk contests between then. Obviously, Aaron Gordon's been involved in two phenomenal ones. Zach Levine's one was great. The one his solo one before he had the battle with Aaron Gordon. Like, those have been the dunk contests, but otherwise it's been like, eh. Zach Levine's was so good that you okay. called it his solo win. That's how good that one was. 
Uh, you know, it was it was it was Vince Carter esque. It was. Right. I get what you're saying. Vince, but I mean, Vince Carter, you still remember the participants? I couldn't tell you the participants. Oh yeah, no. the other one. T Mac was T Mac had some great dunks in that. Steve Francis had some great dunks in that I as well. I couldn't tell no, you like, who opposed the first Zach Levine one, but yeah, the AG Zach Levine one. That's the best one we've gotten over the last ten years, by far. By far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe Blake Griffin was in there too. In f- I don't, but. That might be. Uh, Blake Griffin was 2011. Well. Yeah, so it would have been. Yeah, because he how was he jumped over the hood of a Kia instead of jumping over the car itself. But he did have he did have the uh, windmill uh, honey dip, which was, that was underrated. That was, tough. Uh, that was underrated because people didn't talk about that like it's a top like top 10 to 15 dunk ever in the dunk contest, which it is. So I think windmill honey dunk dip. You kidding me? <laughs> so I think <laughs> I definitely think that. I really do think this dunk contest is G League because what it's Jericho Sims, Mac McClung. Who's the other two? I honestly, offhand, I'm not even 100 percent sure. Look how I prepared can look we it up are. right now. Look how prepared we are. Well, it's, um, well, that's how we're just that's how much we're sleeping on it. Like, I hope. I would say I hope it's great. Um, I think it has potential. Sims is Mac McClung's always had balance. Sims has stupid balance. Uh, they're not household names. It's, as long as you can complete it on the second try, we're good. That's yeah. already the makings for a good dunk contest. That's what gets these dunk contests held up is that you get to the fourth, sixth, eighth attempt, and you're like, by then the crowd's out of it. The crowd's out of it at home, and the crowd's out of it certainly in the building by that point, especially if it's a cool-ass dunk. By the time you get to it, it's like, who the fuck cares? And then sometimes these guys right. don't complete it at all, and you got three straight. Three attempts. <laughs> three, three attempts and then you're done like that's just easy that's just easy and then, like i honestly don't but think that's misses that's without like throwing the ball up oh i didn't get it you know what i mean i think you get four and including that like if you can't i don't want to wait two and a half minutes to get a dunk i'm sorry i would rather watch i would rather watch a boring windmill then wait two and a half minutes to get something pretty decent. Like it's just it's too long. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, the four that are in it, um, as you said, Max McClung and Jericho Sims, and then Pelicans Mac. wing Trey Murphy the third. Or sorry, Mac. I said Max. I'm I'm garbage. He looks like a Max, but Mac McClung, and then Kenyon Martin Jr. And Good dunker. Trey Murphy Good the dunker. third. So. It's going to be, it's probably, it's four athletes, obviously, so that's cool, but, man, Look, you know how great this would have been if you would have saw Ja, you would have saw Zion, you would I mean, obviously Zion's injured, but, like, if you would have saw those names, honestly, if LeBron was like, you know what, I'm almost, I'm in my 20th season, let me just hop into one. Wish he would. But I, he can still... He might not be able to jump, obviously, like jaw or something. He could do something that's impressive enough to me to where he could at least get 45s. And the spectacle of LeBron being there would be enough. He could just do that dunk he always does on a breakaway. Just do that every time, you know? Just that, that tomahawk slam he always does. Just do that four that, times. That, that'd be better than some of this shit. But if he, if I was, I've always said that because he was, people would always say that LeBron's not like that creative of a dunker to be in the dunk contest. It's like, he doesn't need to be. All he needs to do is run, take tough from two steps inside the free throw line, get his chin above the rim, and throw down a vicious tomahawk. And I'm gonna love it. I'm sorry, go, like go, that's just impressive to me. And go through that's the legs impressive. a couple times, you know. 
go go through the legs baseline. Like LeBron has some has had in game dunks that definitely would be dunk contest dunks, easy, and I'd be fine with them. But go so, on with the rest of the. No, no, no. I'll, all I was gonna say is, they should switch it. Like make it a big deal that they're switching it, saying like, hey, the game's gone three point way. We're making that the last event. Cool. What's gonna happen yeah. is, well, one of two things can happen: is everyone's gonna be like. Good, fuck the dunk contest anyway, and no one's ever gonna come back, and we're gonna get this G League type of shit every year. But eventually, someone's yeah. gonna take it personal and be like, "What about the dunkers?" And then someone like a John Morant, who I, I would have figured he would have done one by now, but someone like that's gonna enter. That's you know, big name can dunk, can fly, and they're gonna try to bring the noteworthy. You know what I mean? Someone's gonna take disrespect to it. Whereas you know, you might yeah. not get Clay and Steph every year, but this year we got Lillard. You got Jason Tatum. That's two superstars right there. And you got Buddy Heald, who's won it before. Top top shooter in the league. Hero. People know Hero. Like, that's one of those names that, mm-hmm. even if you're a casual NBA fan, you probably know Tyler Hero. Halliburton, I don't understand. And mm-hmm. then you saw this today, probably. They substituted, I don't, oh, it was Anthony Simons. They subbed him with Julius Randle. I don't know why the fuck yeah. Julius Randle's in there. I actually found out the other I day. Know didn't know this until the other day. I seen this on Instagram. Or maybe it was Twitter. One of the two. Allen Iverson did a three-point contest. I think the year Vince did. I it. didn't know that either. The, like there's, I feel like there's always some random person that like does one. So like, I feel like LeBron's gonna do one before he's gone. AI had to get 15. He got 10 and didn't even get all of his shots off the rack. Like he had three or four more shots and the clock expired. So that's how Allen Iverson. His shot. He doesn't have a three-point jump shot like nah. that. I so think MJ did the three-point contest too and got murked. That that I do remember he was in it once. I I need Steph in it again. I understand he was just in it. I feel like they do it last every last year. Was it? I feel like they do it every couple of years. Like if Steph doesn't do it, Clay does it that year. Like I feel like one of them will be in it next year. Now that they're both not in this, especially also, if like Lillard why wins. was why was Clay not in this one? Like probably he's been on, like he's been actually been playing lights out, but like probably wants a no, vacation. Honestly. Probably, but next year I would love well, at least one more time where you got like prime Clay and Steph, like shooting wise. Obviously, I would love to see that one more time as a battle. So give me your ideal. That would be a great battle. Give me. So let's say I'm gonna give this to you, right? Let's say. Yep. No skills event. We get a one-on-one competition. All right. We got one-on-one. Then we get the dunk contest if we're. If we're saying that's ideal, or we can keep the dunk contest last, but I want you to pick your field for one on one for three point contest. We'll kind of con- we'll kind of throw it together that way because we're gonna have a lot of the same names, I'm sure. But we'll say what six people for one on one, three on each side of the bracket. Is that cool? Or are we going eight for for one on one? If it was one on one All Star Week, are we going six competitors or are we going? You have to you have to go eight because that would mean that people have a buy. People have a buy. We so unless you want to do a round robin, could do a round robin, whatever. We'll do eight. We'll say eight then. Right. So give me Durant. I think we we'll um, both say Durant. So I'd... I'm sorry, you were cutting out on my end. My fault. Um, I think I think it might have gone after. But wait, so you said Durant? I, Durant, yeah. I think we can agree on that one for one. Absolutely, Kyrie. Durant, Kyrie. Let's say Devin Booker. Can we agree on that one? He comes to mind. Dame. Sure. 
sure, depending on if he's in that three-point. Maybe he does both. Yeah, maybe Dame. Get a couple shooters in there. He could have say, so, um, so you said Kevin Durant. We have Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Devin Booker, Dame so far. I'll throw Tatum in there. Tatum, yeah. Tatum, that's five. Um, I would have like six. I might throw Steph, honestly, because I'd just be interested Shot. to see what he does 1v1 against these people. One um, one name that comes to mind for me is Paul George as a one-on-one scorer. Luca. Luca, Luca, I definitely want to see. Luca would be, and I might honestly, to be honest with you, just to see it because you don't see us in this game often. I might Giannis. take like Steph out and put in Jokic or Giannis. Like Jokic would be interesting just because he doesn't go one-on-one like that all the time, even though he can. He will sometimes, obviously, but like in a full, I have to be in one-on-one. I think he'd be really interesting. I could see that. I could see that. What about... I, actually, you know what? I couldn't see him doing it. I could see him actually turning that down. I could see him being, like, forced to do it. What about Jimmy Butler? We just mentioned him. Oh, yeah. Let's take... Jimmy's got a dog in him, so he would do it. Jimmy, maybe even LeBron. Maybe LeBron would do that. Maybe that would be an event. I doubt it, because LeBron usually just chills on the sideline. Or maybe... I don't know. One other one-on-one squirrel. I was thinking maybe Anthony Edwards. That's another one. He's younger. Uh, I'm trying to think um, of like a big. Even if you want to go, I was trying to think of a big. You can't think like, of like a like a legitimate big. A big with like one on one game though, maybe like a Lori. Lori, Lori could give you a little bit. I mean, you could really go endless with your matchup possibilities, but for this one, I'm kind of sticking Embiid. to wing. Embiid, Embiid would act. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. Embiid would absolutely do that. So let's say the Yo, field again, is. He's, I was say another one with a dog in him. So like Embiid would. Absolutely. Let's say Embiid, Kyrie, yep. Devin Booker, that's three, yep. Tatum four, Paul George five, Durant six. Uh, who the fuck mm-hmm. else we said? We, we throwing in Jimmy? I'll throw in Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy yeah, seven. I'll throw in Jimmy. And then... Uh, give me, throw in LeBron. Give me one more. Throw in LeBron? All right, we'll throw in LeBron. Throw in LeBron. We'll throw in LeBron. All right, then, so what? The uh, three-point contest field, That's is that six or eight? Uh, that three point contest. That's eight. You've got Steph and Clay. That's for sure. Lillard. Um, Lillard. Oh, that's another one. That's for sure. I'm fine if you keep Buddy Healed. He's been. He's obviously he's won done it. very well in the turn. He's won it before. So Buddy Healed would be four. Uh, trying to think of. I'm trying to think of a couple different people. Then, like, because obviously I'd like to see Durant, but I'd I would like to try to see a couple different people. Someone with a hot streak. Zach Levine. He's done it, right? As I say, Zach Levine has done it. He hasn't done average. great. Ta- but Towns did okay, right? Hasn't Towns done okay? In Towns this? won it. Yeah, throw Towns in there. Though. Towns won it too. You throw Towns in Towns there. Towns definitely. So that's five. Um... There's some. Oh, I don't know. Like think about uh, the I spot do, like, honestly, Yeah, I I am too. Like I'm looking at this year. I like Kevin Hoarder. I actually do. I think he can shoot obviously very very well. What about someone like oh Seth. Seth, that's a good one. Seth Curry's a great one actually. Seth, I was gonna say if you get like because if you get like a if you got a final round of Clay, Seth, and Steph, that would be throw, <laughs> that would be wild. Throw Malik Monk in there. Oh yeah, he can get super hot. He's as I say, as you've called him, like this generation's J.R. Smith when it comes to that. 
a little more consistent, but yeah, he definitely reminds me of JR. Yeah. Definitely reminds me of JR. Yeah. Uh, that's seven, I believe. That's seven. Last spot. You could go anywhere. Like someone like uh, Yuta. Desmond Bain. Bane, Bane's a good one. That's actually a really good one. Yeah, he's, go he's got. Man. He doesn't jump too much on his jump shot either, so he's got that. Someone he's like got Garland. A perfect form Garland's for a shooter. We could throw Kyrie. Kyrie, we put in the first event. Hypothetically, we could put Booker mm-hmm. in this one too. Um, yeah, honestly. Shit, let's just throw Book in there too, because you know. Yeah, let's, some Devin Booker guys. works for me. So that's a solid eight, and then so your top. I think we're gonna pick the top two the same. John Zion, right? We both want to see those two. Who would be your ideal? Absolutely. What, just throw Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon on the other end? So, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, or maybe Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. Maybe Jalen Green actually was not that great last year when he did it. No, he wasn't. And he did a fucking um, NFT dunk, which was whack as fuck. Uh, who else? Oh, man. See, now you get put uh, on the spot, and you're like, who the fuck else can dunk? Shit. Throw in the other yeah, no, G, like, throw in the other G leaguers. I don't care. Put in Mac McClung against Ja and Zion. Like I'd want to see that too. Um, it's crazy um, to think like the field in the '80s used to be like way deeper, like ten maybe yeah. deep. Uh, even when Vince Carter did, it, they had like six competitors, and now they're all the way down to four, which has been like that for years. Yeah. But it's it just drags on so goddamn much. But like, it, you know what I would wouldn't mind hmm. if they had a. Um, if when you went through like a dodgeball you, instead of having it like that would actually like, be like the NFL. the NFL's dodgeball tournament as weird as it is it's actually great to see just eight athletic people playing dodgeball Better than this shit. but um but I would like if you had brackets and made it like elimination because if you said say had I like jaw going off against if, I think if you just went like two dunks yeah like it did two dunks then two dunks because that would mean the loser would get two dunks quickly, but you only get like say two misses. You could you would do it in a way to where you can make it quick, but I only say that because you would have John Anthony Edwards go, or you could make it interesting and make like the first one one dunk, the second one two, and then the third one two hmm. dunks to go. So like, so that would make it instantly like okay, so Jaws versus Anthony Edwards, they've got to come out with like a spectacular dunk. Mm-hmm. They can't just like phone in a dunk because they can't get on. They can't go to the next round. So you would have five dunks from the winner and all, which is still a lot of them. So you could think of five creative dunks. But if you went one and then you went to the next, I have two round, two dunks per the second round because that's pretty much like your conference finals or your finals, semifinals round, and then you have your finals against whomever. Okay. I think that would be pretty interesting because everybody would bring their A game to start. You can't just ease into it. So you think tournament style is the way to do it as far as I do, the dunk contest? I do you put competition instantly. You put competition instantly. Which is kind of what they thought with the All-Star game with the Elan ending. Okay, I see where you're going with mm-hmm. that. So we keep the three-point contest as it is. Yeah, the, the three-point contest is like as perfect as you're going to get. I like the money ball even added too. So, so just keep that, keep the money ball, and then just keep the three point contest the way it is. So let's say, let's say hypothetically, we get this dunk contest with Ja, Zion, and two participants to be named later, right? What mm-hmm. what contest is going last though? The three point contest, the dunk contest. Three point contest until the dunk contest earns it back. I agree. I agree. I agree. So then hey, I listen. I think that Ja would take the house down, but I want 
But I, there is a there is a higher, much higher chance that the dunk contest is going to let you down than the three point contest is going to let you down. That's very true. There's going to be true. one one out of those eight people are going to get stupid hot. Most likely, it's going to be two or three, but one out of the eight is going to get stupid hot to where they score thirty. I don't care if they blow out the competition. Watching Clay hit set like it's 15 17 three watching him go 14 to 17 and making 11 in a row is entertainment that's entertainment facts. regardless of whatever level facts um so what about so we do a one-on-one competition then we're reverting mm-hmm. here what are the rules that we're doing like king of the court where it's only what one to three dribbles um, one to four we're going from the elbow we're going from three-point line like what's what's the what's the parameters here we playing a five playing a three playing a or we going king of the court rotating and first to like three to five buckets that kind of thing i think you go king of the i think you go king of the court style to get your final four so it's constantly moving so it's constantly moving and you get to first to three so, like, say Durant, because obviously you can't just do the first one because Durant could get the ball first and no one else sees the ball. So, like, if Durant makes a three straight shot, he's on to the next round. And then if someone else makes three straight shots, everyone would get a chance to at least see the floor a couple times to where if they play defense, they can get it. But So it put an emphasis on defense, too. So then you get to the final four and then have your first round be one-on-one, ones only to five, and then maybe the last one, one-on-one, ones only to seven. I, something like something like that. I know in the 80s, they used to do like um, like an old-timers game. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind that maybe in place of either the celebrity game or the rookie-sophomore game to see some old-ass dudes run up and down the court, super washed, except for the ones who aren't, and then they could like, you know, take over the game. I'd be more interested than that on a Friday. I would be, yeah, I'd be interested to see, and I'd be more interested to see that too. Like if you say had, even if they weren't 60s, if you had like 45 to 55 year olds, so if you had Shaq, Charles, Shaq, I mean, they're a little, Shaq and, I was going to say Charles, but like, say you had Charles, Shaq, and Kenny, just because I'm thinking of those three right now, you got AI to come out, you've got, uh, Jason Williams, who's still in great shape, maybe Chris Webber. Like you get, you just get like a five on five, like one quarter, like maybe one quarter stoppage, twelve minutes, mm-hmm. and then just play it out. Or first to like say fifty, or like first to fifty, or throughout the twelve minutes, whatever happens, because obviously it's stoppage time. Because you'd want to take up about thirty. You want All Star Saturday night to take up about four, three and a half hours. So if you can get that one to be thirty minutes, you'd get the. Or sorry, that's Friday night. So you'd want that like two, two hours. Or to combine them, do it similar to what the rookie sophomore game is now, or the Rising Stars, because they've tinkered with that a lot. Yeah. Whether it's international, this or that. If you wanted to do a, you could do one quarter that's celebrity. You could do mm-hmm. one quarter that's. Rising Stars, if you want to do rookie, sophomore, international, whatever, whatever you want to do there. Excuse me. You could do the WNBA All-Star teams, third quarter, fourth quarter, whichever. And you could do a, like we said, a, a, a retired players game 
alumni game, if you will, sort of thing. Uh, so you could do a mixture of all that on Friday and really make it a celebration because I don't know. I haven't watched in years, but they do like a fuck you call it like a celebrity softball game for the MLB one that ESPN will air. Mm-hmm. And it's still a, it's a lot better than the celebrity game that the NBA puts on. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Th- you know what I mean? You have to react to the ball at the end of the day. You know what I mean? If you suck, you suck. Mm-hmm. But it's, you're not just jogging up and down the court, like, just there for a look at the end of the day. Yeah. Um. So I'd like to see them. I don't know. They they can make it so much more entertaining than it is. And people have been calling out for the three-point competition to swap with the dunk contest for at least the last five years. And it's definitely time because yeah, this you, shit is just terrible. Yeah, you hear I can't it, do it. I, I can't like, do you it hear from the uh, you, you hear it from the people who are calling Like, obviously, like, when Reggie's talking about it, it's like, it's. I think it's time to switch. Like you hear it from all of them, and it's like, okay. So the people who it's a nice are nice Reggie Miller impression. <laughs> yeah, Sunday on the games is all I can ever think of Sunday when I think of Reggie's. I forgot about Sunday on the games. <laughs> when I, I game I don't know. That's the. That was the Reggie call that I can remember. The Sunday on the games comes from the teeth. Yeah, rent ten day contract and hits the game winner. Against LeBron James and the Cleveland... Yeah. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I remember. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's about time to switch. I think that our format would bring people in. I do like... I think if you had first quarter... And I do think you probably have a little bit longer for the rookie sophomores just because obviously they're in the NBA. It's kind of their moment. But you'd go... I would go first quarter, celebrity, second quarter probably WNBA, then third quarter, all-timer, like the old-timers game, and then the fourth quarter, what I would Throw probably do is extend it. <laughs> and just go like 40 on 40. Um, I think the fourth quarter, I would probably... I might do it kind of how the All-Star game does it, how they play to a total, but to just have them start off playing to a total, like maybe first of 50, and just like let it go. Have them play knockout. Or something like that. If they played knockout in the, in the NBA, I'd probably be upset. From the foul line. Do you remember the horse that they had? Yeah, and it was terrible. For that couple of years? Did they it do it for garbage. more than one year? And they do it like not a part of the weekend. They do it like a few hours before. I just remember the first. It was like at 3 p.m. on Saturday. <laughs> it was like, wait, what is going on here? The only one I remember watching, it was Durant. And it was for some reason Rajon Rondo was in it. I was gonna say I remember Rondo. I think I'm and not sure hitting, if there was another one. I he, just he was hitting his jump shot too. And I was like, all right, you're just gonna shoot mid range jump shots this whole time. Yeah, I don't know. This shit is a joke. And I, yeah, look, I'm gonna watch again this whole weekend. I'm probably not gonna watch Friday, but Saturday and Sunday I'm gonna watch. And if this is what I've seen, minus the three point contest, because that's the only thing that delivers consistently. In the first year we did, mm-hmm. first year they did the Elon ending in 2020. Actually, that shit was amazing. Like they were, that was one of That's my great. favorite All Star games ever. Like they were competing, competing. The next year was kind of a blowout, yeah. so whatever. And then this past year it was kind of garbage, from what I remember. I could be wrong, but I don't think it was that entertaining. Oh uh, no, this one was semi entertaining actually because it got uh, this one was a Steph MVP, so Steph went off in the third, which is what made that whole entire thing entertaining. Him and, and LeBron hit shooting. the game winner. Him and Lillard were shooting uh, deep threes, and yeah, LeBron hit the game winner. Yeah, uh, it's like a Steph. Um, I've never. I mean, I understand. Obviously, he is not being guarded as heavily. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Steph get that hot. 
Like, he was red, red hot. He had a 40-foot turnaround no look. He looked at Trey Young the entire time. And I was like, okay, I've never I've never seen Steph that unconsciously hot. But it was great because it was a spectacle in the All-Star game. So you and say that and I don't, even, I don't even remember, like, any of it. I mean, I vaguely oh, remember I, it, if, but... I was going to say, um, he had that one, and then the other notable one that he had was he hit a shot in the corner and then asked the fans if it went in. <laughs> I do remember that. And then I just remember, I remember him and Lillard like going back and forth. That's only like vivid. And that might have been the year before. but That was two years ago because um, they were on the same team. That was in the blowout. So Lillard had it. He shot. Yeah, I was going to say, Lillard shot from deep, and then Lillard shot from half, and then Steph got it and shot from half. Hmm. <laughs> and they both and they all made it, obviously, because it was just them. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I think if the NBA league offices ever want to reach out to you and me, uh, we got some ideas for them. Um, of course. I got a ton of ideas, really. You know, you want me to fix the regular season? We could do that. Uh, you want me to fix... All-Star Weekend, we can do that. Uh, everything else is good. I would first start with All-Star Weekend. I would first start with All-Star Weekend, then we can worry about the regular season afterwards, but All-Star Weekend's got to be changed. But, uh, Keenan, anything else NBA-related, NFL music maybe? There's some music coming out tonight. No, I'm wow. I'm good. I'm actually good. There's nothing else on my mind. I had to look around a little bit. No, I'm good. Look, I'll say this. I did not talk UFC. Um, did you? So it was a great fight. The championship fight was a great fight. Islam versus Alex Volkanovski. Mm-hmm. Get his last name right. Um, so champion versus champion. Volkanovski moved up. I would have liked to have seen a draw. I'm going to cut to the chase because I know I'm, I'm sure you've heard about it. Uh, it was an extremely close fight. Islam controlled the fight a lot, you know what I mean? But he didn't really necessarily mm. damage Volk the way Volk damaged him, especially in the later rounds. Uh, yeah. And you come out of it, Volk looked the best, right? Like, he looked like the better fighter. They didn't even bump Islam. Like I told you, it was one for one versus two, pound, pound for pound. Islam being two. They actually tied them. They didn't move Islam all the way up. They got him tied for first right now. So there wasn't much resolved. Mm-hmm. So... Volk's going to go down to featherweight. He's going to kill Yair, most likely, in that championship bout. And Yair's dope. Like, he's one of my favorite fighters. Uh, And he had an exciting fight, an exciting finish in the co-main event on Saturday night. Um, But Volk's going to kill him at some point in that. And then we're going to see this fight again, most likely. And I'll be extremely interested to see where that fight's being taken place. Uh, what the rules are because yep. there's some debate whether Islam had IVs the day of the fight. There's just a lot of controversy and it's warranted. It's warranted controversy and on top of that it was a fantastic fight. It was the more I'm thinking about it the more it should have been a draw in my opinion. Uh, I'm not mad at them saying Islam won but yeah and there was a draw earlier in the night in the card. I think it was the first fight of the main card that was a draw but yeah people would not have been happy with a draw but i think it absolutely should have been um we've got some exciting cards coming up for the ufc i actually really wanted trent on this show tonight for all-star weekend to talk ball with us and then talk ufc but that did not happen so maybe we can get trent on like in between all-star weekend before the second half of the season i would enjoy that because yeah i got a lot of ufc yeah hopefully 
got a lot of UFC to talk, got a lot of NBA random topics to discuss yep. with y'all. But yeah, and like I said, we're hoping to get, excuse me, no, we are getting our uh, NF, NFL uh, off-season predictions podcast going next week. So that should be that should be mm-hmm. exciting because I'm still in NFL mode. I still, I don't know. I've got some teases. I won't ruin it right now. I got some teases. I still got some <laughs> heavy predictions. As I know both of y'all will too. I'm, and again, I'm still surprised. We were talking before. Course. Still very surprised at how much of a Mahomes guy Tim was. I did not pick up on that in the two months I've known him now. I've just, we've talked a lot of football. No idea. Talked a lot of football. No never idea. heard that much Mahomes adoration in my life. So I don't know. No idea. New to me. But look, New to me. Keenan, it was great talking to you. Feel like we're talking. Good talking to you as well. I feel like we're repeating ourselves a lot, but yeah, that's how fucking excited I am for this All Star Weekend. I got high, I got mid tier hopes, not high hopes. I got mid tier hopes, but they're hopes nonetheless. So I will be talking to you throughout the weekend. You will definitely hear me complain of about, of course, whatever happens, especially as soon as the skills competition, right? Yeah, as soon as the skills competition I'd takes place, the first dribble, I'm gonna be pretty mad so yeah no hopefully good music drops tonight it's been a slow kind of year what do you how do you feel it's been musically lately like to start the year from january now about what six weeks into the year i haven't gotten yeah i haven't gotten too much from artists that i was like i haven't gotten too much yet there's been some songs here and there and honestly i'd have to i'd have to look through i've been honest i've been listening to a lot of scissors still okay which makes sense because that came out Um, at the end of november what? I said that came out the end of November, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm still listening to that. There's hasn't been a whole lot. Uh, an artist I like, Burhana, came out with a song called Sundays, but that was at, towards the end of last year. You've got... Never heard of him. Um, I like him. He's an R&B artist. Um, honestly, let me look real quick. Um... I will say that Pink Sweats and Blast song, that's been coming up a lot. On my Spotify, definitely like mm-hmm. that joint. Uh, I've been listening to Herbert, um, still Absol, and then uh, Daniel Caesar came out with a song "Do You Like Me," and then that. the last uh, two tens, Corday and Anderson Pac. So those are probably the that. newest songs that I've really been listening to. Otherwise, I've been kind of listening to a lot of battle rap. Uh, they just came out with like their Champion of the Year. So that's kind of like champion of the year is essentially the battle rap version of your MVP. Okay. So Jay Black has been probably the most prominent media figure in, not probably, the prominent media figure in battle rap. He, about six, seven years ago, he made champion of the year. And pretty much what it was was to reward the battlers for all their hard work throughout the year. And the awards become something really actually pretty big that people strive to get. Uh, so what they what he does is he actually raises money for it. So like he has like a kind of like a GoFundMe for it, and people will donate. So like say I'll put in like ten dollars. That means I get, I can put in a survey. Like he'll send a survey, basically ask a couple questions to make sure I'm not just some random guy that I actually kind of know what I'm talking about. And then my vote will count at like the fan vote will count at like fifteen percent towards it. So it's really interesting. We actually have a say, and then there's uh, a panel of nine people. People who are well-versed in battle rap. They've been to multiple events, multiple places. They've watched a lot. They have a lot of criteria. They have a whole rule set. So it's a legitimate, like, 
is a legitimate thing. You have people arguing every single year over where their spot was, but it's actually really cool. They have a top 20, and so that just came out. So I've been kind of diving back into battle rap because of the fact that that just came out. So it's actually really, it's really interesting and really cool that he did that. Uh, like this year, they raised six thousand for the battlers. Whoever wins gets six thousand. Plus, they get a championship, like a belt that's actually like decked out. So it's actually pretty cool. I feel like battle rap and the UFC are in a similar place. The UFC is obviously more mainstream, but I feel like I feel like battle raps made an attempt to be more mainstream over the last five years, especially, right? And I feel like they haven't. I'm sure they've definitely gained more fans, especially since they're able to use this app, right? What's the app called again? It's a uh, what's the app called for battle rap? Oh, uh, you are there's a, so there's a URL t- there's a URL app. But I think there's like an iBattle app, but like what's so your three the, biggest leads are our. What's up? I thought there was one more. I thought there was a new league with like an app that came out. The one that Drake was like behind. Oh no, so URL so URL partnered with Caffeine. So Caffeine, uh, the Caffeine app is where you can watch battles so you can stream the battle first for free. Right. And so like the big events say like Gnome, Summer Madness, there's a Redemption one coming up soon. Like the big events that they have, they'll stream it there so you can watch it first time on there, but if you want to rewatch it or you missed it, you have to get the URL app which is 7.99. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it sucks for some of the new battlers because they don't get the YouTube drops. So like you, who you'd be like, oh hey, I do know who Loaded Lux is, I know who Murder Mook is, I know who Sue Surf is, Hitman Holla, because you get to see you could see their battles. Like, okay, you remember Loaded Lux Calico? You gonna get this work? Cool. But then you have someone say like Real Sick, who I'm not sure if you've ever heard of, who is dope. He just hasn't been on. Any unless he goes on different leagues or smaller leagues to do battles, you're not gonna hear really him because he is um he really came up through COVID. Okay. So that's the only one thing that's a kind of a downfall is they don't post battles on YouTube anymore. But that is it's still it, I would say it's still good for it's still nice that they have this caffeine so people can watch it live. They'll trend on they typically can get up to like two or one on Twitter because it's normally it comes up on Saturday. So mm-hmm. really it depends. If there's a huge UFC event, then they probably won't be trending number one, but mm-hmm. they'll trend high. So enough people are watching it. Yeah, I feel like the fan base is still like really niche and the fan base is I mean you would know better than me obviously, but I'm sure there's some casuals in there, but probably mm-hmm. it's probably severely outweighed by the diehards you know what i mean which the ufc is big enough like battle rap surprisingly hasn't had its it's conor mcgregor that crosses it over to mainstream i don't know if it ever will but where they remind me of each other is that the the diehards outweigh the casuals or half watchers and because of that you really do have like a a tight-knit smart knowledgeable community about like what the product is so when they see something funny in front of them you know what i mean like something that's bullshit everyone's gonna recognize it and it's not even gonna matter of you know let's say something in ufc happened with connor that's controversial you know the fanboys yeah. who like don't watch the shit are definitely just gonna start like your typical nba nfl argument as to why that happened with connor whereas everyone else who doesn't really have a crazed fan base like that you're having a more realistic and nuanced conversation amongst some controversial yeah. stuff that happened. I feel like that happens in the battle rap community where if some bullshit happens, 
your community is going to call it out. Everyone's going to recognize it to the point where the fighters, or not the fighters, excuse me, the uh, the battle rappers are going to feel that from the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, it's all kind of full circle. Yeah. And everyone's kind of on the same page. You know what I mean? Uh, because of how yeah, tight no, 100%. the community is. That's the feeling I get anyway. Because... Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely, obviously, like, within every fan base, there's still, like, the fans who kind of, like, half watch it. So it's gotten a little bit more quote-unquote mainstream just because you have the free battles that you have. Mm-hmm. So you've gotten a little more. But you still have the diehards who are going to watch everything they know how to break down bars they know like what's good what's not and you're not just gonna go gravitate towards something just because so i definitely love i definitely love it it's, it's a tight-knit community that we have i can count myself in the we absolutely but that we have absolutely yeah. yeah you're die hard with it uh look we'll be back hopefully very soon to review all-star weekend mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes i'm ready to complain um, you know, hope, hopefully I'm proved wrong. I would love to be proved wrong, but I'm ready to complain yep. if not. But uh, thanks for listening. This was the Warner Brothers Podcast. Keenan, I will talk to you very soon. Uh, be on the lookout for a few different topics next week. Uh, we're out Absolutely. Absolutely.